Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. It is Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors. Happy Thanksgiving weekend, everybody. And congratulations to all the successful deer hunters of our land. I wonder how many you took in. Is that a poke at me, Bo Matthews? Well, it's going to be if you give me a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mark Cox uh, hunts with his bumper. No, I'm kidding. Um, Last weekend was 90,000 deer pulled in. I'm anxious to hear the reports over this past weekend. I don't know if you've heard it already or not, but. Man, that's a lot of meat in the freezer, buddy. And and uh, share the harvest. I love that program, too. So, deer hunters, if you have too much uh, for your freezer space, look up uh, share the harvest, and that may be a great option for you instead of just, you know, disregarding the, the meat. But uh, how you doing, Mark? I, I'm hanging in there, Bo. I, just for the record, because um, once again, I did not get a, a deer, but I, I do want to point out that I opted not to harvest the only deer that I saw. Why? Why? Well, because it it was only slightly larger than Bambi, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it was off at a distance, <laughs> but I just couldn't okay. bring myself to shoot it. And uh, right. so I, I opted to go deerless this hunting season. It and, was a and, choice. Okay, so how how long of a distance are you good at, do you think? Well, from yeah, practice, when I, when I saw that one, I actually had my Remington 700 with my nice uh, Sig scope on there. So I, I'm sure I would I'm good from probably 200 yards with that easily. But I it, this this deer was probably 70 yards away, but it was in some brush and I could tell it was kind of small and I just left it alone. Wow. Feel good about it's, myself uh, it's, for it's making crazy. that decision. Thank you. Your, your now, and you drive. However, you drive uh, well, I wasn't going to bring it up, but now that okay. you did. Thank you. So my uh, my my grandkids down in uh, the Crockett, Texas area. Uh, this is their first year deer hunting. My 16 year old granddaughter, she took down a bow. We talked to her last week on the program, and uh, it was it was wonderful because she didn't know I was recording the conversation, and she was just really genuine. That's illegal, my heart sir. Was racing. <laughs> she knows now. She's like, uh, whatever. <laughs> She's not going to sue you. <sighs> Okay, so uh, then I hear she brought down a buck, and then my 14-year-old granddaughter sends me a picture, and they had a tractor with a front loader on it, and there were two deer hanging from it on either side, and she was right in the middle. I sent you the picture. You shared that picture with me, yes. 
And that was Jillian, one of the twins, and she's a boss. She's in cheerleading. She's in band. She's doing everything. FFA. And when I saw she was four, uh, when I saw she had two deer brought down, I sent it to you, and I thought this is going to give you, Mark Cox, some inspiration for your deer hunting excursions. And you sent back the or big some goose egg. humiliation, one of the two. But it can no. serve neither purpose. He right? sent he sent a meme of Jeff Goldblum making a zero. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome, wasn't it? <laughs> oh boy! So, yeah, it's it's uh, it's been a heck of a year all over this country, Texas, boy. and right here in Missouri too. Yeah, for some people, anyway. At least my <laughs> nephews. At least I'm happy that my nephews, my youngest nephew Max, got a deer uh, last weekend, and um, and let's see, and let's see, Luke. Got a no, Luke. Maybe Luke didn't. I know that uh, Jake, his brother, got two deer. Got a bow. Hmm. Uh, he right. got a buck, um, a bow. He got a buck and a doe. If you say buck and doe together, it's bow. So he got he got a bow. <laughs> Easy now. <laughs> anyway, Easy now. Anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm glad, uh, anyway, I'm glad they did. It's so crazy. Uh, some Instagram reel. I don't know if this this is nobody I know, Mark. But you know, part of the struggle when you're hunting is, like you said, you know, if it's too far, you don't want to shoot. If it's not the right deer, you don't want to shoot. If it's too big, remember you got to still get that deer out of the woods. <laughs> and I saw yourself. an Instagram reel. I saw an Instagram reel with a guy that had a, a helicopter and had picked up the deer around its antlers and lifted them. I'm like, well, why doesn't everybody have an helicopter Thank or a drone? Big that enough would drone. be easier, wouldn't it? No kidding. It, it is a challenge, depending on where it is, to even if you got a couple people with you to get a big deer out of a, out of a hollow or yeah. something for sure. That's yeah, Jer true. Jerry Appleton is the uh, chief over at Rock Township Ambulance District, and he goes away for a week. Like, you go for a day or whatever, a few hours. He goes for a week, and he came back empty-handed. I'm like, dude. Wow. Yeah, that's Pro rough. But, but probably lots of alcohol consumed and lots of stories told around a campfire somewhere. That's the great thing about deer it, camp, right? Even if you, uh, and, and poker. Yeah, and ben, play, play, some some poker. Po play some cards. Have, have a good time. But uh, congratulations <laughs> to everybody that did get a deer this week. Hey, Bo, I have to ask you. We, we uh, covered this a little bit on my show this week. But uh, Channel 4 finally got around to covering this story downtown about the, the, what a mess the streets are, right? Because when, when Kamala Harris came to town recently, they cleaned up the homeless areas. They're back now. And then Chris Nagus, who used to work at Channel 4, took a ride on the Polar Express with his kids. Right. And he took the ride during daylight hours. Well, that that train leaves Union Station, pulls down to the riverfront, and then cuts north for about a mile. And then it stops. And then it reverses course and goes back to Union Station. It didn't go very far. But if you remember the if you remember the story in the movie, the idea is the train comes and picks up kids that aren't quite sure they believe anymore, and it takes them to the North Pole and shows them Santa Claus, the right? You ring so, the bells, absolutely. and if so you can they, hear the bells. All the kids get a bell. Uh, I took my grandson down there. They, they do a fantastic job with the Polar Express. But if you look, if you actually look out the window while the train is rolling, there's dirt and homeless people and, and you know, uh, piles of bricks and trash. Ugh. And and Nagus posted it on social media, and the local media, Channel 4, picked it up and, and did a story on it. Carl, if you want to play part of that for us, please. 
The train tracks through downtown, pass by the good, the bad, and the ugly. But this is indicative of a bigger problem in our city. Chris Nagus captured the view from his window on the Polar Express over the weekend. On a ride with his family, he noticed this mess just north of Santa's Landing. Every person on the train sees all of this debris, garbage, blight. When I look at it, it's disheartening. He says many on the train were out-of-town visitors. It's embarrassing. What kind of story are they telling around St. Louis when they witness that? Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, to, I, I I took the train at night, so when we went, you couldn't see a lot of that because it was pretty dark right, outside. Right. Um, but but you did you did see that you were going through a very industrial area. Well, the city picked right. up on this. At first, they're like uh, Megan Green, the, the president of the board of aldermen, uh, or on the board of aldermen, said, well, basically, she said. Call me after the holidays. Take take two aspirin and call me in the morning. Like in other words, wow. not our damn fault. And there's nothing we can do about it, right? Um, so yesterday, or, or I should say earlier this week, Channel Four did a follow up, and now the city's starting to realize maybe there is something they can do. Since we first showed you this video, we've been trying to find out who the owner of the building is. The city's vacant property explorer says it's Eubank Storage, an LLC registered to Seamus McGowan and Travis Brown, two major property owners in the city. We also found out that in past years, the Polar Express has decorated the building, but made some changes and didn't this year. Today we saw workers patching up entries to the building with concrete. The city says they've had a number of complaints about graffiti there, but no violations for more than a year. I'm really, really pleased with the really you know the amount of security that's going in as we speak nearby are other vacant so, properties which yeah. the city says are owned by ashley energy in the city's lra this is a pile of bricks so it's like it looks like a building has collapsed right, right. next to the train track and um lo and behold uh, if you if you listen to the very end of that story there the city's going to go in and clean some of that up so they could have done it all along like the, the long and short of it is they it like so many things it just fell through the cracks it's yeah it's possible to do but it's just not at the top of our list um and so they do this this and, and this whole story reminds me of what san francisco did before uh xi jinping came into into san francisco they cleaned out all the homeless and all the trash and all the feces and whatever but as soon as he was gone guess what yeah business as usual everybody came back and uh it's frightening because they you know they had that edict that they're going to get this done before, you know, it's kind of like, you know, that your mom's coming. You got to clean up your bedroom, right? You got to clean up before the authority comes in. Hmm. I don't know, man. It, it, it's just so sad. So, and, and I'll be honest, I've ridden, I've ridden my bike down to, uh, you know, the arch a bunch. Uh, my motorcycle is what I mean. And different rides we've done. And one of the coolest rides, because we have the benefit of this beautiful Mississippi River, is Riverview Drive that goes north out of the city. It's such a cool ride, but. It is not where you want to go. No, uh, very true. Speaking of which, uh, the other story that we covered this past week was Fox 2 reporter Andy Banker, who, who I've known for years oh. and years, is st standing on the side of the street in South City, and a car drives by, and you hear this, right? I mean, it, it didn't sound like a fully automatic weapon because it wasn't. It was an airsoft gun of some sort firing those little uh, rubber pellets out of it, and he got hit in the side of the head. Of course, at first, he didn't know what it was. It just a car drove by and sprayed he and his photographer uh, with these bullets. Listen. We're on Spring Avenue near Chippewa, and we're down there 
doing another report that really had nothing to do with anything. And at the time, I was just, I was sending an email. My photographer was checking the battery in his microphone. And then from behind me, this blue Honda pulls up. And the next thing I hear is this clicking. But then something hit me in the head. And I saw these two, they looked like toy weapons of some kind, guns, and they were bright colors. I yelled at the people in the car, um, but I felt something hit me in the side of my head near my ear, and uh, it hurt quite a bit. And then when they drove away, then I really felt it. Yeah. I mean, you, you would assume you've been shot if you if you see something sticking out of a car. Now, they looked like toys when you looked at the security video, but you wouldn't have known that at the time. It's frightening. Absolutely. In yeah. the moment. You know how like a, a pellet and BB guns have that like orange tip on it right. or, you know, it's a different color tip. <clears throat> uh, you know, and, and really that technology, Daisy and all the different manufacturers of those type of uh, BB guns and pellet guns are pretty cool. Now, was this an airsoft? When you say airsoft, do you mean like a sponge hit him? No, or? no, not at all. The little uh, little round pellets that you can load. And my kids had an airsoft rubber gun bullets. when they were growing up. It was basically a small rubber feeling bullet that shoots out of the Okay. End of it. Um, but it, it's not. It still hurt you. Not, it shouldn't uh, be lethal. And I wouldn't think even if you now some of them uh, use compressed air, and I would assume it could fire hard enough to break the skin. In this case, it didn't hurt Andy, but sure. they they did catch the guy. At least one of the the people, the person driving the car, because they got last, the license plate. At last report, the car wasn't stolen. Clearly, they caught whoever was driving the car. And one thing that uh, Channel Two reported is that. The trend these days among these young kids is to record this stuff and share it on yeah. social media, like Instagram and I don't know if it's TikTok that they share it on or what, um, just to get views as they go by and do this. Well, thing. that kind of action, you're, you know, there's a, a obviously a, a cameraman, there's a guy in a suit and a tie with a microphone. What in the is this training? I mean, seriously, are these kids young enough that they're training with this? And next thing they stupid. move to actual guns. I don't know. It's just, it's just stupid. They I clearly this is like the kid in that hit the uh, retired officer who was riding his bike and killed him and recorded it and then shared it on social media. It just it, right, there's just right. not a lot of clear processing going on in these young brains these days uh, for a whole no. variety of reasons. But we'll see what happens. If, if they're juveniles, they're going to get a slap on the wrist and keep going. When you shoot anything at somebody, you got to be sure they're not going to shoot back. And they clearly hadn't thought about hadn't thought about that when they did this, right? Now, Andy wasn't going to do that, but somebody else Absolutely. Could. Yeah. But I will say this. The, the technology of the cool BB guns and stuff uh, is out there if you're uh, you know a responsible gun owner, if you're trying to teach your kids. There's some cool stuff out there. Fully automatic BB guns. I, yeah. I want uh, one, actually. I know. Exactly. Well, you're, you're Santa. You've got a uh, – we're going to talk next about a, a raffle you've got coming up for people to win some guns, right? A year of guns, gun raffle. It's coming up next on Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... 
what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. That's Mark Cox. I'm Bo Matthews. Carl Middleman, our executive producer, pew, pew. is right there. There he is. There he is. Well, I'll tell you what. Congratulations on all the money that you raised uh, there, Mark Cox, with the uh, responder. And I was in it. I was in the drawing, too. And yeah. a lot of people got into it. But a great job you did um, with all the money you raised for responder rescue. That was fantastic. But we, uh, we continue getting uh, firearms into people's hands, law-abiding citizens, with the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund Year of Guns Gun Raffle. The president of that organization is my good friend of many, 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 many years, Chuck Mayer. Welcome to Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. Happy uh, Thanksgiving weekend to you, sir. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Good. We got you on the Missouri Brush Control hotline, guest line, whatever you want to call it. Um, and uh, you know, as I understand it, I was talking to your wife, uh, this week and, and she said, you know, uh, we're only going to sell 250 tickets and right. each of these tickets stays in for all 12 drawings, but we haven't sold all 250 tickets. So the people that are going to be in the drawing, if we don't sell them out by 1215, which is the first drawing, those people are going to have even a better chance of winning firearms. Don't you think? Correct. Yeah. Their odds are going up. So yeah, as soon as you get into <laughs> Okay. better chance you've got to well, uh, beat somebody else out. I, I've got my ticket because, I mean, what a great idea uh, this is because you get a chance to win every month, right? And even if you win, you can you might win again? Right, yeah. If you win, you go right back in. Uh, Mark, I think he's probably going to win probably six of them at least. But... <laughs> I'm hoping. I, I'm hopeful at this point, Chuck. Thank you. Well, yeah, he, he, uh, he, he wasted great. all of his, uh, his luck on uh, this gun raffle because he didn't get a deer this year, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> Bo, Bo, now I got to back you up there. I I chose not to to um rap to shoot a deer. I, th- th- that's how I'm eat more I'm lettuce. Doing. Thank you. Eat Thank more you. lettuce. That's what Mark Cox shirt's going to say now. <laughs> I tell you that. Oh my the older I get, the deeper the hollers get, and I kind of pass on them too. So. <laughs> Thank you. See what I'm saying? I I chose well, I chose not to shoot that deer. There you go. 
Uh, so I do want to interject here. The Eureka Police Officer Support Fund has been around for some years, and uh, I, I really want you to explain how important this organization is. Because you know what, Responders Rescue, great organization. Backstoppers, great organization. But Eureka Police Officer Support Fund, a little bit different. So explain if you would, Chuck. Um, it is different. We're going be coming into our tenth year, which is hard to believe. Um, and any oh. any organization that helps the first responders is important. I think it's very important. Amen. This one's a, is a little bit unique. It's it's basically just for the Eureka police officers uh, and their families. It's a it's a support fund that if an officer gets hurt or um, is injured in the line of duty, um, there's some money there to help them out until their benefits kick in, we can go in and help them out with, you know, house payments or just daily, daily money coming in. We actually have a officer that's in the hospital right now and we're going to provide Thanksgiving dinner for the, for the family. Um, they're not able to spend a normal Thanksgiving. So we're going to help them out. We're going to provide a turkey and a ham and, and some, some sides for them so they can at least don't have to worry about that. Um, but yeah, it's a great cause. We've we've been able to help them not only um, with money in need of of uh, if somebody's injured, but also we've been able to buy things that the city didn't uh, have in their budget um, that would help the officers in the line of duty. So there's a lot of different things moving parts to this. Bo, you know, you're the vice president of the, of the organization. We just do a lot to try to help out not only the police officers but the community here in Eureka. Yeah, well, I mean, you guys, you do this with the the big dog poker tournament and all that, and the the, the folks in Eureka, I mean, I don't know if they realize, I'm sure they do with the police officer support fund, but just what a big role uh, you guys play in backing up your community, right? It's the whole reason I did my fundraiser for Responder Rescue, because they've got the backs, just like you guys do, of your first responders. I think that's great. Well, like I said, it, it's it, we're not only helping a police officer, but we're saving the taxpayers some money with yeah. some of the things that we're able to provide. It just it just makes our community a better better place to live. So, yeah, and for anybody that's been to Eureka uh, in the last few years, you're seeing that area grow and that need for uh, new police uh, station and city hall uh, has has been there, and that's about ready to break ground here. I guess in the new year. And the and Mark, I don't know if you know this, but the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund is actually going to outfit the gymnasium for the officers. Chuck, if you want to talk to that a little bit, yeah. When uh, when all the budgeting was done for the new police uh, station, there was not enough money in there for a gym. A gym is very expensive, and we talked to Mayor Flower and and to the Board of Aldermen and told them if you would allow for the space in the building, we would outfit it um through the poker tournament some of the other things we do um so it's saving the taxpayers a significant amount of money we're going to have a full operating gym for the police officers that because they all work different shifts different times that way they're not going to gyms or going someplace else to work out they can do it right there at the police station before after their shifts and it just helps with their well-being and fitness and um again it's just giving back to the community something that taxpayers are not responsible for paying for yeah well, I mean, again, uh, it's just something that people take for granted. But if somebody doesn't step up and do it, it doesn't get done. And, and that's that's uh, one reason we're so proud to support what you guys do down there all the time. Uh, back, back to the raffle for just a minute. I, I see this line that you must have put in there just for Bo. It says you must pass a background check. Is that a thing? It was. Yeah, that, that was the, 
It was put in just for Bo. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks, just, everybody. Just kidding you. Just kidding you, Bo. But, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, the look on my face probably when Chuck announced this idea was probably as, uh, I mean, because it's just a neat idea. We're going to draw for a weapon every single month starting December 15th. January 15th, February 15th, probably as shocking to the crowd with this idea as my idea last year of uh, at the Poker Bash doing a wheelbarrow of weed because uh, we do the <laughs> wheelbarrow of booze. Yeah. But uh, that, did, that didn't happen. That well, didn't no, what, what, well. <laughs> what'd you say? I said that didn't go over real well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to the Well, it's legal. Okay, we'll give away free gas for a year. How about that? Um, let's let's talk about this though. So it's a hundred dollars for a ticket, so it breaks down to be about eight dollars per drawing. And uh, we're going to start off with a Sig Sour. Um, and by the way, Chuck, how did you come up with this idea, real quick? Um, to be honest with you, it just popped in my head one day and, and, and took off with it. There's a, a couple other raffles that some of the uh, like Elks are doing um, a year of whatever. I thought, why couldn't we do this with a gun? And when I get when I want to put it together, I met with uh, Tim Holiday up at Docs, and I told him I said I want to do it. I want to do it right. We're only going to do 250 tickets. Most raffles, they're going to sell as many as they can. So we, I wanted to sure. cut it off at 250. Right. And yeah. I wanted to make it have nice guns. They're not, you know, 150, 200 dollar guns. The average value of the guns is probably 850 bucks. They're all nice yeah. weapons that uh, somebody's going to be proud to own. It's not going to be something that you're going to stick in a closet and never use. So, well, just by going down the list of names, right? Uh, you can tell that Sig Sauer, Glock, Springfield, Weatherby, um, Ruger, Sig Sauer. I mean, it, again, Century Arms, Smith and Wesson. You can tell uh, pretty quickly that you that you're getting name brand, high quality guns and a good variety of them. Right, and the uh, the last one in, in November is a is a Colt. The value on it's a thousand ninety nine dollars. So. I mean, if you win that, it's a pretty good. It's a pretty good price. That, I'm just just looking, and I, I'm not quite sure what a CR six nine twenty is. But if it shoots a five five six, my guess is that's one of those scary black rifles, right? It is. Correct. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, it's a defense rifle. Oh, that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, personal defense uh, <laughs> rifle. It's exactly, right. a semi-automatic personal defense weapon. Right. All right. Well, if you're if you're listening to this conversation and and you want tickets, uh, you know, either reach out to me or reach out to the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund on Facebook. Now, if you Venmo, if you do Venmo, you can certainly buy a ticket through that. You would search Kim Mayer M A H E R and then at E P O S F because um, we we figured that out this week when I was over at Rock Township because uh, Jerry Appleton was like, I want a ticket. So I stopped by with a personal visit, and he was like, well, I can't find her under EPOSF. So search Kim Mayer, EPOSF, and then you'll uh, be able to buy your ticket there. Or just go to the real estate office out there, Realty Executives Premier next to Dickie, Bub, and Eureka. You can get them there. Doc's Guns, you can get them there. Uh, and Tim over at Doc's, I call him Doc, Doc Holiday. How cool is that? Um, <laughs> he's such a good dude, and he was able to curate and, and, and uh, secure all these weapons already for the whole year. Right. We've got them in stock. We didn't want to have a raffle and not have a, not have a gun there. Somebody wait six to eight months to get it. So I made sure everything was here. It's in the building. It's ready to go. So when you win it, all you got to do is go down and do the paperwork and pick up your gun. Well, that's cool. So you'll be calling me in about 15 days, 16 days for my first one? 
Sure. Yes, sir. <laughs> sure. I've got you on speed dial. We're also going to be doing a drawing live on Facebook, so if anybody wants to look in on it, we'll be doing it, uh, I think, around 3 o'clock on the 15th. On whose Facebook page? Uh, the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund. Okay. All right. Nice. And, you know, uh, it's funny because when you tell somebody uh, the raffle ticket is $100, they're like, whoa, that's awful steep. But when you tell them there's 250 as the limit, that's when they're like, oh, I'll take one. Oh, and, yeah. it, and it happens all the time. So, Right. And there's not that be many left. So if somebody's interested, they need to get in it because there is only 250 of them. And it's, it's all cut off. Those are good odds. No yeah. kidding. Heck yeah. That's great. Well, Chuck, great talking to you again, my friend. Hope to see you soon. You too, Mark. If you want to come down on the 15th, draw and just sign the paperwork, you're good to go. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you for hey, the positive thoughts. <clears throat> real quick, is this for Missouri residents only? I guess we probably should say that if that's true. Um, I talked to um, Doc, not at Doc. He said he can work around it if it's somebody out of state. But there, probably, there might be an additional charge for uh, some background and paperwork, but uh, we'll, we'll work it out. Yeah. I mean, you oh. can, other than a couple of these items I see on here, all the rest of them would be legal in Illinois as well. So you, I'm sure you could work out, a, if, if you happen to be one of the AR-style rifles, you could probably work out a trade of some sort, right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Nice. The defense rifle. The, the self-defense yes, rifle, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Happy holidays, Chuck. I'm sure our paths will cross friend. here soon, okay? All right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate all you guys, both of you, all you do. You bet, man. We'll talk to you soon. Chuck Mayer there, president of the Eureka Police Officers Support Fund, and uh, uh, what a great raffle. Glad I got my ticket already. I'm feeling good. Feeling good, Bo Matthews. <laughs> Coming up, we've been talking about guns already, but uh, you know that, that, that court case regarding the pistol braces is still resounding across the United States, and a lot of people are out there buying them again. Uh, some things you need to be aware of. We're going to talk it over with Aiden Johnson from Gun Owners of America coming up here in just a few minutes on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Officially, happy holidays from Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. I'm Bo Matthews with Mark Cox, and this segment is brought to you proudly by Razorback Armory in De Pere on Manchester Road, just east of 270, they're next to the tennis shop. Uh, it's just, it's not a huge store, but man, it's a great store. Go in to meet Jesse and Brad if you're looking to add to your collection, or if you're getting your very first firearm, stop in and check them out. RazorbackArmory.com is their website. Get their address, and away we go. Yes, we do. Did you hear that music that Carl bumped back in with there just a minute ago? <clears throat> Took me back to my high school days. We're, we're, you, we're, we're getting old. I hate to use that term, Bo Matthews, but um, <laughs> we played that on my show this week, the intro uh, to 2A Tuesday, which I do every Tuesday uh, on my program. And uh, my my cohort, uh, Kim St. Ange, not only didn't recognize the song, but claimed she had never heard of that band before. 
Boston. You know, it's can, can Boston. I tell you something? Actually, it takes me back to my elementary days because we did a, <laughs> we did we no listen, we were a lip sync band. Ah, and yes, we had yes. a chance. We Mr. Gray at Gage Elementary School was such a cool teacher. He let us kids in the lip sync band sit in the back of the room while everybody else was in class and we got to make guitars and drum sets and pianos. We were awesome. You can't but let me that. tell you something. I you know, of course I listen to you when I'm in the birthday. <laughs> And I heard you guys uh, referencing uh, All in the Family, huh. Meathead. And, and she didn't Rob know who Reiner, it was. Of course she didn't know so, who All but in the I, Family I was. I said, you've seen yeah. Harry Met Sally, haven't you? And she said, yeah, yeah. And I said, Rob Reiner is Billy Crystal's friend in that movie. And she said, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty but, but, that does, but away from that, that doesn't yeah. even matter. But what we need to do is get her a chance to watch All in the Family because people that see it today will lose their damn minds yeah. because some of the content in those shows back then was awesome. It was cutting edge and it drove home a point of how horrible racism is in, in a many times a satirical way yeah and i mean it was fantastic sammy J davis jr kissed archie bunker on the cheek and he <laughs> lost his mind but but loved it like that today's that's nothing right but at the no. time in the no. early 70s that was crazy and how many times do you uh do you have a conversation with somebody and they're like i can't find anything to watch what are you watching we go to like the pawn shops and pick up dvd collections of these kind of shows yeah. love boat yeah. uh dynasty from way back but all in the family, dude. There's nothing funny. Just here. classic. It is, and I love Kim to death. She, but but she's in her 30s, and there are many of these references. I'll she's make the same age as Taylor Swift. She's not getting uh, some of these references, wow. like like that one. So this week, one thing we talked about on Two A Tuesday was the fact that the <clears throat> the board of aldermen passed, and the mayor and the city signed a bill trying to ban open carry. Right. right. It's right. it's yep. not it's not unusual in these big blue cities where they think they can preempt state law, which is exactly what this is. So I wanted to talk to Aiden Johnson about that from Gun Owners of America. If you ban them in the future, the bullets will have been shot and there won't be any more available. So you don't shoot deer with a bullet that size. If you do, you could cook it at the same time. Put that double barrel shotgun and fire two blasts outside the house that is without a doubt the dumbest thing i've ever heard this is 2a tuesday brought to you by the range st louis west yes indeed and uh, boy we're we're proud to, to be in st louis this week where the board of aldermen uh passed and the mayor signed another gun ban in the city which of course is illegal but they don't care they don't care that it's illegal that, that, that it conflicts with state law, they did it anyway. This one was to ban open carry in the city, uh, just so you know, because it's all these illegal uh, criminals carrying guns. And they think that banning open carry for for legal, for law-abiding citizens is somehow going to impact that. I, I just don't get it. Right now, we got Aiden Johnson on the phone with us, and uh, Aiden is with the, uh, exec, uh, the, the uh, Director of Federal Affairs, I should say, for Gun Owners of America. Aiden, welcome back, my friend. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. For people that aren't familiar with Aiden, he's a, he's a local boy. You grew up in Webster, didn't you? Uh, I grew up in Lafayette Square, okay. and then uh, I went to St. Louis Priory. So. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, I'm glad to, glad we got you on air there. We get you on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors on occasion, and it's great to have you back on here. So, uh, you know, here we are again. The city of St. Louis is, they don't care that there's preemption in the state of Missouri. They keep trying to pass gun bans, and of course they go nowhere. Now we're going to face initiative petitions. They're trying to get on the ballot for next year to give local cities more more uh, ability to to pass local gun ordinances. Yeah, we have got to be really careful in in Missouri and in St. Louis to protect ourselves from that kind of abuse by the local politicians. Where I live now in in uh, Arlington, Virginia, they have uh, repealed that that state preemption law, and now I'm not allowed to carry a firearm when I walk my dog in the park wow. or when I go on county property. It's extremely frustrating. It's a total violation of your rights. A gun-free zone like that doesn't keep anyone safer. A ban on open carry is not going to do anything to reduce the violent crime. No criminals in St. Louis are going to listen to that. <laughs> so protect your rights, vote down those those ballot measures, and, and uh, you know, stay aware of these things because, you know, these politicians, they want to come after your Second Amendment. Yeah, Aiden, that's just shocking. Are you suggesting that criminals don't follow the law? <laughs> you know, it's this funny thing, but politicians pass a law, criminals do whatever they want, and the only people that have to obey it are the law-abiding citizens who do obey laws. Aiden, it's a funny thing. Aiden, this is Kim. I think what's funny is we had our St. Louis mayor who acknowledged privately that stricter gun laws don't work. But then, of course, publicly she goes out and says the exact opposite. So it seems like they realize that this is not the solution. And yet time and again, to make sure that they're, quote unquote, fulfilling their promises to their voters, they're going to push for stricter gun laws. Right. Well, I think that assumes that their goal is actually to reduce violent crime or to make the city any safer. And really, their end goal here is just to take away your firearms, to deny you that right to keep and bear arms, which is what a tyrannical government does, which is what a government that wants to control you wants to do. Like take away your means to actually defend yourself. Yeah, uh, very true. You know, one thing you and I've talked about on on our weekend show is this uh, gun brace uh, ban that they that they tried to do administratively through the through the ATF and the Biden administration, a court uh, has now lifted that nationwide. For a while, the the uh, it was only in place for people who were members of Gun Owners of America. Now it's it's nationwide. Correct? Yes, and thank goodness because Biden had no right to pass a ban on what's called a pistol brace, uh, a stabilizing brace that's attached to a pistol. There's 40 million of these because the ATF approved them for sale about a decade ago. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Biden takes off and says they're illegal. And now in the courts for a while, like you said, only gave limited injunctions like to Gun Owners of America members. But just recently, about two weeks ago, a federal judge ruled for a nationwide injunction. And so this rule that Biden put in place is no longer in effect. Now, if you're going to go out there and purchase a pistol uh, stabilizing brace or if you have one, you're going to go shoot it publicly at the range. Be very careful. Monitor the, the, the status of this lawsuit yeah. because that could be overturned at any point in time. It's not fair. It's not constitutional. But that's the way the court system works. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, maybe uh, somebody should sue them under the Americans with Disabilities Act because originally these pistol braces were designed – to help people, injured uh, veterans or whoever, because of an injury, could no longer hold a pistol properly, they could use these braces, correct? That's absolutely right. They were designed to make self-defense firearms and more firearms handicap accessible. And 
to allow more people to be able to shoot firearms like an AR-15 or certain types of shotguns. And instead, Biden said, nope, they're illegal short-barreled rifles. These are federally regulated, and we'll put you in prison for 10 years uh, if you don't register it with the federal government, which is absolutely outlandish. Now, I think that's a great line of attack and a great uh, idea for a lawsuit, but we've done so many of these lawsuits against unconstitutional actions by the federal government, and it just comes down, in my opinion, to whether or not the judge agrees or disagrees with gun control, because we listed like a dozen ways that this law, that this rule violates the law. Mm. And our judge just, you know, we got a good ruling, but in other cases, we'll just have the judge completely agree with the ATF on all counts, even when they're blatantly violating statute. And, and what's their, their logic? I mean, the, 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 the point is they've cat they don't have a problem in this country of finding guns that have been used in crimes that have pistol uh, braces attached to them, right? No, I mean the over uh, the overwhelming uh, amount of crimes are committed with traditional handguns, handguns which right. criminals like to use because they're easily concealable. You throw them in uh, your your pocket, you throw them in a bag, whatever, and you use it to commit a crime. You're not going to walk into a store with a giant rifle and point it at uh, you know. It's just not convenient. That's the same reason that criminals don't often use suppressors. These NFA items are rarely used in crimes. And so it's it's really absurd to even make that kind of argument. And yet we see the ATF in the rulemaking process call these gangster weapons. Yeah. These are not gangster weapons. These are handicap accessible tools and, and accessories for modern self-defense firearms. Yeah, it's an accessory. That's exactly what it is. Well, I direct people to gunowners.org. You can join uh, for a very reasonable price or just sign up for their legislative alerts to keep up with the, what's going on and the great uh, battles you guys are fighting across the country when it comes to our Second Amendment rights. Aiden Johnson, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving to you, and uh, stop and see us next time you're in St. Louis. Good stuff. I'll tell you what, if you didn't hear all of that information, hit rewind if you're on the Odyssey app because there's so much great information that they've got um, that, that everybody needs to be aware of moving forward. Because in this environment, you just don't know. You just don't know what's going to happen. So uh, I love Aiden and what he's doing, for sure. It's your your rights on the line here. You know, earlier we were talking to Chuck Mayer about your raffle and uh, for the for the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund. And uh, we, we talked about, well, can people in Illinois buy these tickets and win? Well, you can. But there are at least two guns on this list that they're going to give away of the 12 that you couldn't legally own in Illinois. So that right. is an infringement upon your Second Amendment rights, and Gun Owners of America is out there every day fighting for those First Amendment rights. That's why I love having them on. Yeah, and it's always the freshest information. It's kind of like finding the right accountant that really keeps up on the tax laws. Uh, you you got to you got to know a gun guy. You got You got to do gotta that, and we hopefully provide that for you on this program. And that's it for this edition. Hope you had a great uh, Thanksgiving holiday long weekend. Maybe getting ready for Cyber Monday, whatever you're going to buy there. We'll uh, we'll see you next weekend. All right. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.